Welcome to another exciting, fantastic, fabulous episode. So exciting. Uh, Free Ballers Podcast here. We like to have a pretty chill talk about basketball now and the past and hypothetically as well. You know, Alex, they call it sheltering in place, but I like to say I'm chilling in place, man. Yeah, we're definitely chilling in place. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing a little running in place as well. Oh, here, look at you. Here and there. How about that? Um, and yeah, it's, uh, I'm Alex. I'm joined here with John. John Leary. Hello. We've been doing this for a little minute now. And uh, if you're listening, you probably already know that. So you're like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Why are you telling me this again? And I just, you know, I'm just trying to get close to you. I'm just trying to get close to you. <laughs> I'm trying to get close. To you. And she, she's all, she's all like, I got a podcast. And you're like, what's your podcast got to do with me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that basketball is officially back, we've gotten to watch like some scrimmages. It's fucking glorious. Like, uh, I, I stand. It is glorious. I stand kind of opposed to the whole concept. I feel like it's doomed and it's gonna fail. Like, uh, oh really? I do. But when I see it, though, like when I'm watching it, it makes me very happy. Oh, same. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, I missed the but, hell out of it. You know, so we've seen we've seen some some shit already, like just in these few little scrimmages, you know. Um, and then with those things come the reactions. Um, you know, what are some of the some of the takes you've heard out there based on these little uh kind of like summer league esque scrimmages? They feel like summer league, yeah, when when you watch it. And that's mainly because there's no crowd. But I do like uh, just on a side note, I do like the little background stuff that they do and the music they play and the fan noise. I'm like, okay, they're putting some they put some effort into this. I mean it, it's it's Disney doing it. So I figured they weren't gonna skimp or anything. But um so I mean obviously my my bubble is like weird Celtics Twitter, WCT. Um, sure. yeah, weird Celtics Twitter is, it's awesome. I love it. There's, it's, it's this group of people who constantly post about the Celtics and they, you know, some of them have good takes. Some of them have, you know, shitty takes and, you know, the general consensus is they always hate like Inez Cantor. I'm, I'm just giving you an example because this mm-hmm. is, you know, they just don't like Inez Cantor. I He's a pretty hateable guy, like, uh, just which basketball I don't, wise. basketball wise. I get it. Yeah. But, uh, but like when you actually watch a game i mean i i mean just on a side note i feel like he's a very he's a great center i mean he's got a great attitude he's a team player um he's he's good for like you know he's good for rebounding i mean he's just he's not but he makes like one mistake and people jump down his throat quick and like after the first scrimmage game that they played against Oklahoma city, I guess he just didn't have a good game, right? It happens, whatever. It, by the way, these guys haven't played in months. They haven't played in four months. Like they're going to be a little rusty. And like, you know, so if somebody goes out there and plays well, it's awesome. Somebody goes out there and plays bad, you know, it's understandable, right? It's their first game back. They're going to be a yeah, little bit rusty. Yeah. There's so, been a lot of rest all around. Yeah, of course. It's, it's just, you know, guaranteed. And then, so like Inez Cantor has a bad game against the thunder. It's a scrimmage game. Game doesn't count. It's been four months since anybody played actual basketball against other basketball players. He has a shitty game and they all are just, they're like, I hate Inez Cantor. I fucking hate him. And yeah, then I'm it's like, like, come on, like we could chill on that. I mean, are we really going to like jump down this guy's throat after one game back? Like, it's a beggars can't be well it's like a beggars can't be choosers thing like everybody was like i can't wait for the fucking nba to come back you know everybody's like wait wait waiting and i go finally the first scrimmage game first scrimmage game happens they jump down in his canter start i'm like well what i mean can we have like where's the middle there like where do yeah. we can we uh, welcome they, the man back first yeah, give him a fucking break. Break. <laughs> yeah. yeah 
Jesus Christ. Like, yeah, I know and, they've been practicing. Yeah, and it's it's a scrimmage that is meaningless after, yeah. um, Who after cares? a break in basketball that was longer than an offseason. Mm-hmm. So it's like, come on. Like, this, we're talking about, uh, I, I'm expecting these all to be a little ramshackly. And yeah. then, you know, uh, starters aren't even playing half the time and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, um, it's a different type of basketball. It's still fun to watch. But it's like, all uncharted waters. Just save your takes, man. Just save your bad yeah. takes. You know what I mean? Like, let's yeah. be a little more positive. The games mean nothing. It's the coach out there just throwing shit against the wall, seeing what sticks. So, did you see Tyler Hero try to dunk on Rudy Gobert? Didn't end well. Didn't didn't yeah. uh, didn't yeah, end it well. Was, it was pretty fucking funny, and like, I was watching it live, and it was one of those things where he like it happened, and he fell to the ground. And I still couldn't believe what just happened. Like, I, I appreciate like, his ballsiness. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I was for sure. Did he, did he just I was like, did he <laughs> really try that? Like seriously? And, uh, and then I just, I laughed, you know, but then at the same time, I'm like, damn, okay. I see. I see. You. Yeah. Like, uh, no, I, I, I greatly appreciate somebody who, who in their first year as a rookie just goes out there and just tries to be ballsy as hell. And just, just, just set there, just set the whole league on fire. Yeah. Especially a guy who's as good as Tyler Arrow is. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I just, I thought it was funny because it was a scrimmage, uh, great time to do something like that mm-hmm. and um i couldn't believe that he even tried it so like after it happened i was just thinking you know what if he made it like what if he Oof. what if he got it you know <laughs> like uh, yeah so it's like and then i just was thinking like okay like i see what you're doing he's, <laughs> he's uh trying to hit a home run you know why not i mean you know i mean he's i i think uh i mean i i, I don't know who set a precedent for doing stuff like that. But like most recently, I mean, if, I'm, if you're going to bring up Tyler Harrow, like Tatum dunking on LeBron in game oh, seven yeah, exactly. in his rookie year, like, yeah. come on, man, you don't just do that in the fourth yeah. quarter. Like, LeBron, but he did. Uh, yeah. If LeBron was to have blocked that dunk attempt, you know, like if LeBron just smacked that clean away, like Gobert did, then it would then it would be like a like a ha 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 like the rookie try you know yeah, what I look mean at the rookie, like, yeah yeah but it's like it didn't it didn't fucking go down like mm-hmm. that <laughs> you know like, <laughs> but even so like no no coach like dislikes something like that like like he's not gonna come back to Tyler Harrow and say what are you thinking trying to dunk on Rudy Gobert like you know what good for you good on you rookie go uh, get up there and go at him yeah yeah fucking that's, challenge that's you, him like, yeah uh, that's challenge him that's that's how you draw that's how you draw fouls that's how you like keep him working you know what i mean like that's how you get rudy gobert out of the game even though it was kind of a close call he did draw a file there so you know what i'm saying Oh, he did i'm gonna tell him not to do that you know what i mean like no absolutely not yeah it was funny and charming you know (laughs) like but uh, it it was cute but like if he makes it it's a different story if he if he fucking bopped him with it then uh <laughs> you know we're having a whole nother conversation so i appreciated that i was not expecting that like uh so i look forward to his antics <laughs> like in the in yeah the apparently, apparently there's gonna be more i i have i have a feeling yeah I'm, yeah i think so too andre roberson did you see his return yeah of course he hasn't, yeah. Played, huge. He hasn't played in a long time um like all he could from my memory of him I just remember him being like a fucking elite defender, like uh, mm-hmm. at I, yeah, times, pop, 
like possibly one of the you know the you do not want this guy to be guarding you in a in an important situation mm-hmm. um but then like kind of like dead weight on offense and then um in the scrimmage recently where he returned uh his first shot was a three pop the three. Yeah. In the yeah. corner. Yeah. And then, um, the game came down to the thunder being down by, I want to say like they were down by like two or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They yeah. were down by two. It was and close. Then, yeah. Uh, then he hits an, he hits a three and then, uh, he gets a defensive stop and then hits like another three and wins the game. And it's like, yeah. uh, that's fucking cool. Cause like, Maybe he added that to maybe he's a better shooter now or something. You know, we don't know. But yeah. it's like, you know, I would hold off until until we see him <laughs> hitting shots in the in, Actual, right, in real games. Yeah, for sure. Know, not he against was, like uh G Leaguers and shit. He was kind of wide open on that three, and like the guy who was supposed to jump out uh and, and close the gap, like kind of just kind of held back off it. You know what I mean? He's like, eh, dude's first shot back, like let him have it. You know what yeah. I mean? It's it's fine. Yeah. I like the Black Lives Matter on the court all big and shit. I do too. Um, that's good. I mean, I, I, I didn't really know if the league was going to address it. I mean, I had a feeling they would in some way, shape or form, but I thought it was going to be kind of, kind of cheap and kind of muted. Um, but no, they're, they kind of went all in like it says black lives matter right across, you know, right there on the screen where everybody can see it. Yeah. They're letting players. I mean, I, I kind of thought they were going to let players put whatever they want on the back of their jerseys, but I could also see where that could go wrong. So they gave them like a list of like certain things they could put on the back of their jerseys instead of their last name. I get it at the same time. It's like, you know, maybe just run it by, you know, if a player wants to do their own thing, run it by a, some committee of some sort. I don't know. Maybe. I, yeah. Just let just like Kyrie Irving, like approve or disapprove or whatever's on the back of players yeah. jerseys or something you know yeah. yeah i feel like um the the jersey thing for to me it seems kind of dumb like because if so, they're, because if they're not gonna let people say what they want then and it has to be like a pre-approved packaged like message then mm-hmm. i do think it's kind of stupid like um yeah because that's that's a very um performative act you know like nothing is really accomplished by like just putting putting something on a jersey you know what i mean like uh, that's not really like it's not like there were millions of americans protesting because there wasn't words on a jersey unless unless you do something where you direct it like you uh all the proceeds for buying this jersey goes directly something like that kind of action so i think that's why we've seen some of the bigger name players like i believe Kawhi and lebron are just going to have their regular names um, and I'm pretty sure Kawhi AD is doing the same thing. And he yeah. had his own, he was very personal. He's like, no, this is my family name. I'm proud of it. And I want to see it, you know, it's shown in the back of a Jersey in the NBA. And it's like, all right, I, yeah. I can't, and, you know, uh, and Kawhi was just saying, you know, the kind of the same thing that it's like, it doesn't, it's not going to change. It's not like a thing. It's not important. You know, it's not an effective, uh, like it's mm. a cool, like, um, it's a cool, I guess the symbolism is cool. And I do think that the symbolism, I do think the symbolism will be cool because like, uh, I kind of thought the same thing about the, the black lives matter on the court. But then once I started actually watching the games and just having it there, you know, just the, it's fucking there, you know, like you can't watch the game and not see that. And I do think that that's 
great for like uh just sending a message to uh especially the types of people that like might not always be keeping up with with really anything you know they can you know they're just keeping up with their their lives and like uh maybe they don't get that much of the news and they're just like what they like to watch sports though you know and Mm, then then they see that you know so i do i do think that that is cool so i don't think it's like completely uh entirely pointless but i do think it's important that they the that they continue to keep in mind um just make sure that they're not doing like just simply performative things and not actual real things and masks and there's so much available to them that i feel like should be available to everybody you know what i mean i think that's that's where the pushback would be on something like that it's like you know the the nba is is testing every single person before they even you know they're just taking all these precautions and that's stuff like that every employer and every uh institution could be doing to try and flatten the curve um but some some just can't afford it you know what i mean it's a lot easier for the nba the nba has all kinds of resources but um, yeah. And, and when the NBA said we have to get back to work, we have to get, get opening and playing games again, like, you know, shit gets moved and, and, you know, and shoved into place and, and Disney figured out a way to, to have courts and have games and there's a schedule made and like, uh, shit just got mobilized. So, you know, it's, um, it's good and bad in that, you know, it can show you that like, listen, we're, we're not, you know, this is not going to defeat us. You know what I mean? The virus and everything. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. It, it is like a morale booster. Um, and the NBA has uh, said that they're doing everything they can to make sure that they are not ha- that they're the like having to take so many tests and resources mm-hmm. that it doesn't impact the community. Uh, oh, true. Okay. You know yeah. I mean? And there's, there's some things I've heard that like, um, that they've said that they're doing and everything, but my, my whole thing is like, well, you know, of course they're going to say that, you know, so we'll just just have to see in the end, uh, how, how it pans out if, if that really is the case. Um, because it's kind of like, uh, it's just, it's like an ethical question, you know, and that's like, uh, it's tricky. Yeah. I mean, basketball, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it's just a game. Like, do we, do we really have to play it? You know, it's tough to say. Yeah. Or if, um, if like they're, if they are doing things to help the, to take away their impact, then, you know, what about if they just didn't impact it? (laughs) You know what I mean? um, Um, but I will also add like if our if the united states was handling the virus at an at a superior level like at, a, at, a, at an optimum level of care which they are not yeah yeah and i don't yeah. think this would even be a discussion 
Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Because yeah, because because other places are other countries are handling it correctly and they're already back to doing fun shit. And and we're just here stuck inside. <laughs> Dwight Howard pushing like conspiracy uh, theories and shit. What's with that, right? Right. Man, what so, is happening? So hear me out here. I just want to set like a scene. Just want to set a scene. Okay. Like like you have Dwight Howard. Um you know, just just laughing, maskless, b- b- fucking droplets <laughs> all in the air. Um, you know, ha- happily shouting like anti-vax shit. Yeah. And then you have like J.R. Smith, like kind of squinting and looking at him, uh, and just like, damn, Tristan Thompson looks different, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, uh, right, right next to him you got Dion Waiters who's just like wait till all you motherfuckers see this Philly cheese oh my he, god he, he's like not even trying to pass it to LeBron <laughs> like he's just like no bro I got this no bro LeBron LeBron's old news man LeBron's old news I'm a new LeBron <laughs> yeah and then just JaVale McGee which I feel like is it's it's almost unfair to put him in this group but he's still JaVale McGee like uh, he is still JaVale McGee yeah. you see him popping threes though yeah, I, I feel yeah. like he's honestly done more to since he was with the Warriors and shit to like rid yeah. himself of the silliness, but he's still so fucking funny though. I think, like, I, 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 think I think he legit does not like Charles Barkley making fun of him. Yeah, and I and I see his point because he like I mean he won a fucking championship and participated in it. He did. And, like Charles uh, Barkley did. Yeah, he's just uh he's good uh he's talented you know so yeah, it's kind of sure. like uh and he hasn't done like stupid javel mcgee i feel like no i feel like no. he's grown out of that you know he's been completely solid he, he's been a great i mean i would take him right now on my team for sure absolutely um, but yeah you got all those guys together and then you got lebron there uh feeling the pressure of uh the last dance like breathing down his neck um, ooh, every ooh. all the young kids just found out that Michael Jordan was awesome. Yeah, you know what I mean. And, Actually, um, yeah. Not to mention, he doesn't have that much time left. He's fighting against Father Time. He's yeah. still a fucking, uh, you know, he's still a basketball god. You know, yeah. Um, but who knows for how much longer? And then you have this pandemic like mm-hmm. uh, happen that threatens to take away a year that he could have the highest success in the sport that you could have. And, uh, you know, he doesn't have too many of those years left. No wonder this man's beard is all gray and shit. <laughs> Dude, gray beard, LeBron, like they're like people from people year. Okay. 10 years from now, there will be a documentary and they'll break it down into phases, right? There's young LeBron that like, you know, uh, Oh man, I, I lost in the playoffs again. There's middle LeBron who goes to the heat, uh, spends some time and then goes back to the Cavs, And he's like, he's seasoned. He's uh, he, he's got the experience. He knows how to, how to quiet his mind. He keeps the thoughts out of his head. He can take over a game and dominate it. And then there's, then there's then there's <laughs> then there's old man LeBron who is yeah. scary as fuck yeah. and just just running the Lakers, running the Lakers basically. He seems more like comfy in his skin. He's way more intimidating with the gray in his beard. And if he would oh, just like yeah. shave it, if he just shaved his head off, if oh shaved, if shaved yeah. his hair, yeah, if he That'd shaved his head completely, yeah, and just had the gray in his beard, man, I'm I'm not even I wouldn't even take the core. I I thought so. You listed the whole Lakers like lineup there, and I was like. 
damn, are you gonna? Are, it sounds it sounds like a mess when you when you yeah, when you. I left out a lot of cool, cool okay. people. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> like you left out Anthony Davis completely, which is fine. But yeah, um, yeah. Um, it sounds like a mess, like waiters, Smith. Yeah, just McGee. thinking of the the memeable guys, you know, yeah. like you got Jr. and Dion on the same team. Rondo's like, there. Yeah, Rondo's there. Like what? Fucking Dwight, dude. That's a that's a team of like egos and just like a whole. That's that's just like there's so much ego on a team like that. It's like a sitcom. Like, oh, it's, you super, know? Like it's, it's so uh, Hollywood. It's not even funny. Yeah. yeah. LeBron's like Carl Winslow. And then he's got all these miracles <laughs> and shit coming over his house and like trying to participate in winning his win. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, of course he's balding and graying in his beard, dude. Like, this is a lot of stress. <laughs> J.R. Smith is trying to show him some new dance that he has, but he accidentally knocks over a shelf in the garage and everything falls over and bowling ball goes rolling past LeBron's feet and he just chases J.R. Smith out of the garage. The game is on the line in the finals and like J.R. or fucking Dion takes the shot. <laughs> like Dion just <laughs> chucks the three. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to, to Thursday basically. Yeah, me too. I know now that uh, the initial luster of like that first scrimmage went away, now I'm like, all right, like I'm, t- uh, you know, it, in the fourth quarter of these scrimmages, it's like, whoa, it's it's not NBA basketball. Happening. Nope, nope. Um, so yeah, I can't wait for the the real shit to be going down. Um, and when that real shit does go down, uh, yes. John and I will be here to talk about Paul Pierce shooting himself yet again. <laughs> Uh, and provide you with similar quality content on the free ballers podcast. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, I, I have a hypothetical for you. Like who's more embarrassing at this point, Paul Pierce or Kendrick Perkins from the big, from the, uh, from the big three area or whatever. Oh man. Woo. Yeah. You know what? It's gotta be Kendrick, you know? Ooh, like, really? I, I think it's gotta be Kendrick and maybe I'm not up on things, but I feel like Paul Pierce he makes some some questionable basketball takes, mm. but Kendrick per- Perkins, like you know, uh, I think he stepped in it a little bit worse, just in general. Don't say stepped in it. <laughs> <laughs> he had to step in it uh, to get that uh, ring. Yeah, well, it came out of Paul Pierce, and then he yeah. stepped in it. So yeah. <laughs> I know how it happened uh, on TV too, like as uh, far as being being commentators and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I feel like they put some of these guys on TV just to say like stupid stuff and then have somebody else yell at them. So yeah, oh yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's uh, it makes people watch. It's what you know. If they had just reasonable opinions all the time, yeah, it's not uh, that fun. It's not you have to have, shit. It, like, it's like in pro wrestling, you have to have a heel. You have to have somebody that's hateable, you know? Yeah. And that's why we that's why we're here, you know. <laughs> that's why we're here. Podcast. Which uh, one of us is the heel, Alex, you think? Oh, I don't know. I think maybe we're just all heel, you know. We're I'm just, actually oh uh, wow, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, just fucking um we're the we're the heel of basketball podcasts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> In a game where you risk getting your ankles broken, come listen to two heels talk about the NBA.
<laughs> yeah. Man, if I had to be a heel, I want to be Papa Shango. Uh, what a take. Papa Shango. I would go, I would go Iron Cheek. He was a heel, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause it was like 80s America, right? You yeah. Know? He like, was for sure. Be, yeah. He's got to be a heel. Yeah. The Sheik. Yeah. For sure. I, 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 I want to go all out. He went against like Hulk Hogan and shit. Oh, yeah. Sure, yeah. Right. You know, so. Yeah. I didn't think Papa Shango would get mentioned on this podcast. Oh, it was the like first ever. of many. It's the first of many. Come on. Don't worry. That being said, this has been another amazing, just, this is, this is the greatest podcast I've ever heard in my life. Is it really? It really is. Like, this wow. particular episode, I've never even, this might be the greatest moment of my life. And I just want to share this with all of you. I feel like you're being a smidge hyperbolic. I, I won't take offense. I'm just saying. I think you're being a little hyperbolic. It's it's you're taking a page out of the president's book, and uh, it's 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 a little much. So it's a little on the nose, Alexis. Yeah, the the Freeballers podcast will not go down without a fight. <laughs> we will not go down. Quietly in the night. Oh, I, I know this. I fucked that I whole this. thing up. <laughs> but, is, that, uh, is that the Independence Day? Yes, yeah, the Independence Day. <laughs> I fucked it up from the beginning. We will not go quietly into yeah, the night. Yeah. <laughs> we will not go down without a fight. You know you still get goosebumps from that a little bit, right? It's a, it's a fantastic speech. It's a great speech. And if I could make that speech right now, I would. Just to let you know. That the free ballers are gonna be here, gonna be here to talk about this bubble basketball. Now we will mark this day as the free ballers podcast Independence Day. It's true. Welcome to Earth. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, By the way, R.I.P. That guy's heart.